0: And yeah, what if I tried something like this, you know, a little this? It's a little laid back, maybe you want something a little heavier, probably uh, well, not, not heavy, but you're now listening to Hi everyone, welcome back to the podcast, this is a thing that is happening again, I'm Deanne Smith. If you are new to the podcast, let me tell you that this is a going to be an outlier of an episode. This is going to be catching up our old listeners on what's been going on with me. It is not always like this. Usually I have a guest. This time I'm going to be solo. So you can, you know, you are welcome to listen in. You are welcome to join the conversation from this point. You may also want to dip back, dip back into some of the archives, listen to a guest, see what it's usually like when I'm not just attempting to talk about grief so that's what we're going to get into how is everybody you old-time listeners you're there you've been there you've been waiting for this thing to come back and i do appreciate um all of your messages and all of your support and your gentle nagging i feel that i've been gently nagged by a lot of you and um it's been necessary so thank you um i have to say so where do we start where do we start podcast was going great every life was going great (laughs) Was it though? The podcast? It was all right. I mean, it was just life, right? But kind of last when we caught up in the winter, yeah, in the fall and winter, remember guys, I was going through a breakup. That was getting talked about. I was moving. That was getting talked about. It was winter. That always blows. Um, And now it's fall and things are fine. Things are fine. (laughs) We're going to get into it. Much of my life is very, very beautiful. Very beautiful and uh, very happy. And then there's the fact that my mom is dead. And that part really sucks. (laughs) But um, these things can coexist at the same time. So where were we? In February, my mom died. it was, is the roughest thing that I have ever experienced. Um, I'm learning about it as I go. I didn't know what grief was. And and every time I think I'm probably at, let's say, I mean, what kind of metaphor do we want to use here? Let's say I, I believe that I'm at the lowest point that it's going to get then, you know, you just live in life and then voom, the, the the floor goes even lower and you recognize a new depth to your grief. So that's been a very interesting and somewhat mind-blowing experience. I've never experienced anything like this before. And I don't feel equipped yet to give it words or to properly talk about it. I'm sure many of you know what I'm talking about. Today, for example... Or rather, I've been trying to um, get back into the podcast for a while, guys, because I've had like a few weeks that have felt good, a few weeks that I felt kind of returned to normal just in terms of uh, getting back up there on comedy stages and feeling like myself again. And I was really excited to start the podcast with you again. And then the last couple of days have been kind of rough. And that seems to be, uh, at least my experience so far, of what grief is all about. You're living your life and things seem okay. Um, And then out of nowhere, you just get blindsided sometime by new feelings of sadness and new feelings of missing the person that's gone. And that kind of stark realization that that this is a permanent condition. Um, That person is not coming back. Not this time around. So it's all been... It's all been very difficult, and it's been really, really hard for me to have these kind of conversations with you guys, and I realize it's because um, I really appreciate what we've built up in this podcast together, and I really love talking to you guys. I love hearing your feedback. I love the fact that this is a very honest place where we kind of dig into it, and I just haven't been ready, I guess, to to dig into my grief, to share it with anyone and it wouldn't have felt right to return to the podcast and not, and not be honest about those things and not open up about those things. So here we are. We really got into it in four minutes. I don't know if this is going to make any sense at all. You guys, I'm just catching you up with where I am, which, which doesn't totally make sense, the place that I'm at. I've, I don't know it. I've never been here before. So here we are. It is a new landscape. It's Friday afternoon. I'm getting ready to go to St. John's this weekend with my girlfriend. Oh, that's right, podcast listeners. I have a new girlfriend. Is she amazing? Yes. Um, so that's exciting. That's a very exciting thing that's happened for me since we since we haven't been talking. Um, I met someone in Portland. This has not. This is not who my girlfriend is. This is just a side story, guys. I met someone in Portland, and I don't remember your name now. And I really wish I did. I've been trying for like the last hour to try to think of your name. <sighs> but anyway, I met someone in Portland who listens to the podcast and um we were kind of joking around at how I had left you guys last time because there were these kind of months that were building up where I was like, Oh you know, I'm I'm breaking up with my girlfriend, I'm pretty depressed, it's winter, I'm moving. And then I was like, my mom died. I'm going to try to keep the podcast going, guys, but I don't know. And then like that was the last that I think you heard of me. I, I'm i not listening back to the one with John Hastings. I don't know how I introduced that one to you. It was maybe, <laughs> I'm sorry if you worried about me. while well, that was gone. But I was taking some necessary time for life. And, and meanwhile, um, last winter, I met someone in Toronto who's absolutely... Amazing. I don't know if you guys already know that she exists, but that's an exciting thing for me. And this weekend, we're going to St. John's, St. John's, Newfoundland, to do an episode of The Debaters, which you could hear on CBC at some point in the future. That's a Canadian channel for you. Canadian radio. No comedy gigs there. Otherwise, I would tell you about them. Because guys... I'm going to start telling you about my comedy gigs. I'm going to not make it so hard for people that want to find me to find me. I think that's what I've been doing for a really long time. So I've got to pack and get out of here pretty soon. Actually, time is of the essence. And I am acting like it is not a problem. I have so many things to do this afternoon. And I'm just chilling with you guys because you are my first priority today. All right? I really hope I get this up in time. Please don't let there be any computer glitches and problems that get in our way. Um... So I've got a pack. Never easy for me. I am a chronic overpacker. I just like to have all things available at all times. That's my deal. I don't know if you already know that about me. It's, uh, so I'm going to attempt, I'm attempting to just bring carry on, which is going to be interesting. I can do it. So guys, this is just a reintroduction back to the podcast just to tell you I'm here and that we're here and that it's back and that it's happening next week. You're going to actually have a guest week after that new guest. It's pretty great. I got a couple of really amazing things in the bank for you and um, some things on the agenda. But meanwhile, I thought today I would tell you something that I think is worth telling and I'm not sure what the point of it is other than should you also experience these same anxieties it's okay I made a mental health call a couple weeks ago and uh, recognized a personal boundary and it was pretty amazing so I'm sharing this with you but it's also it's also like kind of humiliating it's everything it, I am I am at once proud and humiliated by this moment okay guys so I called the police on a pit bull listen I know that that is very indicative of my white privilege. I had never called the police before on anything, but I did call the police to let them know I was afraid of a doggy-woggy and trusted that they would come to my aid. So let me tell you, where do we start? I'm afraid of pit bulls. Does that... I was like, that should not surprise you about me. I'm afraid of a lot of things. Let me say this. I am afraid of a lot of things. Um, and I, I'm con- basically just constantly confronting fears. Um... So I think, and I don't think I don't think that these fears are very visible to most people, um, and I think that possibly all my fear gets concentrated in a, in the fear of pitbulls because they smell fear. That that is enough to loop my anxiety. They smell. Uh, I'm sorry, this beast that looks like it can rip off my head can actually also smell my fear. Okay, so I'm afraid of it. Oh, so it smells that. I see how it is, and it just loops, and it cranks it up. I'm afraid of pitbulls, and I and I listen. And I know that some of you guys are out there like it's not the breed, it's the training, et cetera. Hashtag not all pitbulls. Yes, of course it's the training, but we need to be honest about the fact that this particular breed has been rewarded as you know throughout the ages, as we've been helping them evolve, has been rewar- rewarded for aggression their eyes are too close together can everybody just acknowledge that their eyes are close together in an unpredictable like i don't know what you know they snap whatever i'm afraid of pipples. i feel like it's a it's it's obviously an irrational fear we'll get into that but it is a somewhat rational irrational fear i'm afraid of an animal with a history of violence and aggression fair that seems fair Anyway, it also makes me feel like a bad lesbian, so let me acknowledge that, that I'm afraid of Shouldn't I have, like, I should have, right? Like three, at least, three rescue pit bulls. They're named, like, Teagan, Sarah, and flaxseed, and I feed them organic chicken that I punch out myself. Why would I punch it? That I um, humanely... How do you um, humanely kill... That I p- poison organically? Anyway, I just... I feel like it makes me a bad lesbian that I'm afraid of, pit because I should have, you know, be tough about it or have a bunch of them. Um, but I'm afraid of them. So there. So there. I'm afraid of them. They're among probably the top three things that I'm afraid of. Let me tell you the breeds of dogs that I don't like. Okay. I really like dogs. At the moment, I'm living with a chihuahua called Kiko. <laughs> Basically a roommate, because I'm not totally in charge of this dog. Although I took her for a walk today. And taking dogs for walks is the greatest especially if you let if you just like follow their pace you know I know whatever you're supposed to like be in charge of the dog and it's follows you and you tell it what to do but you know what's really cool sometimes just slowing down to dog pace chilling at dog level so I take Kiko around um excuse me And what happened was I just heard a roommate outside of my door. And then I thought um, they don't know anything about me recording podcasts and how strange this could sound to them. Like a one, like a really animated one side phone call. And then I got self-conscious. This is nothing to be self-conscious about, guys. Our love, our love together and the fact that I'm talking to you. This is special and it's and it's ours. And I won't be ashamed of it. So where were we? The, okay, the dogs that I'm, no, the, the, the pace, the pace of Kiko walking around at a dog's pace. Amazing. I just like Kiko's smell everything she wants to smell. She just goes around the block because she's a chihuahua. She has tiny, tiny, tiny little legs. Um, And man, she just smells it all. Drinks it in. Pees on so many things. Gets really involved with other dogs. Poops. Um, Nibbles on some grass every once in a while. I think she has an upset tummy. But it's pretty nice just to stroll the block at like a Take To take 20 minutes to walk around one city block. You, you notice some stuff. I was just about to say what you notice. And now I, 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 don't, I don't even... I don't know if I did notice. I think it was, it's, a, it's a blur of grasses, flowers, and just that feeling of just wanting to be off other people's lawns. I let her hang out on other people's lawns because she's only tiny. And I always pick up her poop. But I still get that little bit of a feeling of like, eee. I don't want anybody to come out and tell me, get off my lawn. Oh my gosh. Although I did see this amazing let me find it on my phone for you i passed this house that had a really hilarious sign on the front door so i walked up i actually like got on their front porch and took a picture of the sign put it on my instagram instagram dan underscore smith if you want to get involved okay um it's a it's a typed it's a typed eight and a half by eleven sheet of paper Taped to their glass door that says "salespeople, scam artists, fundraisers, and proselytizers." I don't really know how to pronounce that. Salespeople, scam artists, fundraisers, and proselytizers not allowed. All caps, underlined, bold. Addendum: There's <laughs> a there's an addendum. Climate <laughs> change, climate change alarmists are also okay. Underlined, bold, all caps, unwelcome parentheses yes this includes the pope <laughs> then at the bottom catholic household anyway that just really made me laugh i don't know if you're catholic i don't know what your deal is whatever you are i mean you know have your opinions do live your life you decide who's welcome at your house for sure but by the time you're <laughs> putting in all caps choosing a font printing it up taping it on your front door seems extreme seems extreme i liked it though um where were we? Okay, the three, the three breeds of dog. Guys, look, we're right back into it. I forgot how to talk to you, and now I think I'm remembering. I just ramble, and for whatever reason, you guys enjoy this, because you're weirdos. That's okay. I'm a weirdo, too. That's why we get along. Okay, three top breed of dogs that I'm afraid of, and really the only three, as far as I know. Um, you guys ready for this? Pitbulls. Ugh. Rottweilers. No. And Chows. Chows are just mean. I've never met a good Chow, and I've met about five of them. So I think that's a reasonable sample. That's a that's a lot. It's 100% of the chows I met I have not enjoyed and have been aggressive and kind of snappy. Um, and they were all different owners. So hashtag not all, not all chows. It's how they're trained. Whatever. Yeah. Yes, all chows. Okay. Pitbulls, Rottweilers, chows. Not into them. So this is what was going on. A couple weeks ago, I was in Montreal. I was staying at my friend's house. Uh, my roommate here in Toronto actually has another place in Montreal. So I was staying in her bedroom because she wasn't there. She was here in our house in Toronto and then she had a new roommate move in I was there alone in her house for a few days it was awesome because I love being alone turns out did you know this about me you should I'm an introvert and nothing is more delicious to me <laughs> than time on my own um, I hope you don't feel offended by that this, this kind of counts as time on my own when I'm talking to you because I'm just in right now I'm just in my room I keep going sideways I keep going sideways okay so I'm in Montreal at my friend's house hanging out And then a few days after I get there, she's having a new roommate movement. So he comes in one morning. He's moving his stuff in. I'm like, hi, how you doing? You know, nice to meet you, etc. He talks about bringing his dog later. And I just had a feeling. I just had a feeling. Could it be because this guy had neck tattoos? Probably. Could it be because everyone helping him move in looked like maybe they'd spent some time in rehab? probably not trying to profile i just had a feeling now i'm wondering where did it come from and i think it came from the visual stimuli that i was drinking in in that moment he said he's bringing his dog later and i just knew it and i was like what kind of a dog um he said pitbull and i was like all right so i leave the house so this is a situation i'm in now guys i'm at and i this guy works at night this new roommate not the Pipple. The Pipple doesn't work at night. <laughs> the Pipple' a bouncer at a really hot club in Montreal. they call it. <laughs> they call it the whole club Pipple, and all they play is Pipple music. I don't know the music of Pipple. I just know that that's a person that I maybe should know. Is it music, or is it a wrestler? Probably both. No, I think it's music. Who cares? Um, so I'm coming home now at night, two in the morning, um, and I know that I am going to come home to this apartment, which is empty and just be greeted by a pit bull that I haven't met yet with his owner. Is this a horrible idea? Yes. Why did I accept it? Because I was trying to get over this fear. This has got to be the number one worst way to get over a genuine fear. Like Whatever you're genuinely afraid of, why don't you meet it at two in the morning in a dark, empty apartment? Like Whatever you're genuinely afraid of, that's a horrible way to deal with it. You know what I mean? Um, whether it's pit bulls, whether it's clowns, what else are people afraid of? Heights. Yeah, you don't want to meet a height in an empty apartment building at two in the morning just to walk in. <gasps> um, I don't know how you would meet, meet a height. I don't even know what I'm saying anymore because i'm reliving the anxiety as i'm trying to tell you guys this story right now it was a very unpleasant experience for me and i didn't want to go home i really didn't want to go home but i was like i can do this right i can do this and i I just i thought i could i don't know guys it's been a rough few months as i've said and i've confronted a lot of stuff that i didn't ever think i would be able to confront so Maybe, maybe that has something to do with it that I was just like, okay, could do this. Of course we can do this. So I walked in and I, all I knew was like, okay, be calm and assertive. I feel like I heard that on the dog whisperer. I feel like all of his other practices are wrong because um, he seems to just, and I haven't watched the show in years, but he seems to just fix everyone by like um, putting choke collars on them. And that doesn't seem okay, does it? He's like, choke. Oh, well, look at you. Now you do what I say. You're fixed. Eh, really? Dog whisperer? That, that seems cruel and unnecessary and a bit extreme but I like what he says about being calm and assertive. And I thought I'm going to give this a try. I'm going and greet this pipple, and I'm going to be calm and assertive. Here's the catch, my friends. I don't know if in my entire life I have ever been calm or assertive without a beast in front of me that could smell my fear. I don't know a lot about either one of those things being calm or assertive. Um, These are growing areas in my life, except in the bedroom. Very calm, very assertive. You should know this about me, ladies. What? Does anyone want calm in the bedroom? Probably not. A little bit. Sometimes at night, calm. No, I don't sleep. Insomniatic. But assertive, yes. Sure. I'll tell you what to do if you're into that. Are you into that? We can figure it out. Okay, guys. Too much information. Calm and assertive. The main thing I knew about calm and assertive, I thought, was keep your shoulders down. That was my whole deal. Just keep your shoulders down. It'll be fine. Just that that's me right now putting my shoulders down. That's like, right, don't be hunched, don't be don't have bad body language. Dogs can read body language. We can do this, right? So I walked in. People's greeting me at the front door. I'm like, "Hey buddy, hi, how's it going?" Like 100% betraying my anxiety. I'm sure with my voice with some kind of chemicals that I'm getting off giving off that I don't even know about. "Hey pal, how's it going?" And my friend had told me when I was coming back earlier. She's like, "Oh, I'll bring a treat for the dog, you know?" And I was like, "Ugh, I can't. I I don't first of all I don't want to be like carrying meat is that how hardcore vegetarian vegetarian I am probably I don't want to like even have the meat and then I don't want to give the dog like a taste for meat right I'm going to give it a treat and then it's either going to be like oh my gosh do you have more treats i love you you're the best please give me more treats and follow me around or it's going to get a taste for meat and then rip my face off. I don't know. I don't know. I had a banana with me and I wasn't planning on giving it to the pipple, But in this moment when I got home, I panicked. I didn't know what else to do. And so I was like, hey pal, how's it going? <laughs> and then I wanted to like distract its face away from my body. So I was like trying to give it this banana, which guess what? It didn't want. Pipples don't care about bananas. It 100% did not want any of this banana. So basically what happened was, guys, um, the new roommate had moved in. The furniture was all over the house in no way um arranged so there was kind of a narrow passageway that i could follow to my bedroom um, surrounded by walls of furniture and basically the pit bull chased me to my room is what i'm trying to say so now i'm in the room i shut the door i'm like mildly freaking out trying to come up with the next plan what do we do next what's uh what's our next move here shut the door um guess what Pipple wants to jump at the door. It's barking. It doesn't sound particularly aggressive, but it's you know getting my attention and leaping at my door. Which guess what? Doesn't latch. So now I have my back against the door, like holding the Pipple back from jumping into my room because I'm freaking out now, feeling very cornered by this beast. I'm in. I'm in. I was in Verdun. I don't know if that means anything to you if you're in Montreal. Many of you probably are. So I'm in Verdun. Does that mean anything to you about the fact that I'm in a literally broken home where the door doesn't work and this pit bull is just, oh, I don't know if it's lunging. It felt like it was lunging. It was definitely jumping at the door multiple times trying to open it. So now i my back to the door. I'm panic texting my friends. Time that I'm trapped in this room with a pit bull. It was a heat wave in Montreal. I'm sweating buckets i'm on the second floor non-air-conditioned apartment in verdun freaking out basically but at this point looking around the room going like well if i had to only stay in this room all night could i and i was like yeah i could what what can i pee in there was a couple bottles around i thought i thought i could work it out if i had to the mouths of the bottles weren't quite wide enough i didn't think like it might have gotten messy and i wasn't psyched about that option is there if there had been a bigger jar in the room, I would have just, I would have just lived in that room forever, I guess, until the pit bull left or died. Um, but I realized that I needed some kind of a plan. And what I what I would have liked to do, and for a moment, what I thought I could do, was just walk back out and make friends with the dog. Couldn't though, because I tried to open the door, and then I just see the dog like jumping at me jumping at my face and my body and I'm really afraid of it and I can't deal with it and I I much would have preferred to meet it with an owner anyway I'm really reliving this as I'm telling you the story oh it was intense for me so I'm like now my back to the door and I just start googling like okay how to make friends with a pit bull and you know what comes up when you google how to make friends with a pit bull nothing 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 there's no way so I'm like it's escalating now and I'm like okay how to fight a pit bull with your bare hands many things were coming up pictures and i'm like i don't know i don't think i can i don't do i need to fight this pit bull i don't want to fight anything really with my bare hands and i i just don't want to get my face ripped off it's very i'm very focused on the face you guys i just i don't want to be mauled in the face mostly i feel like that's where the sweet meat is i'm touching my own cheeks now if i were a pit bull i'd probably go for the face anyway just the whole thing is horrifying am i talking too fast for you this is uh you are not listening on double speed this is regular speed hello everyone Okay, so then I started thinking, I just had to get out of here. I can't stay here. I can't stay here anymore. I can't stay here tonight because I'm not going to fall asleep. But this thing basically at this point guarding my door, and I need to tell you, I was in this room for at least 90 minutes before I, I came up with this plan. I mean, and I was panicking, you guys. I came up with the plan that I just needed to leave, and I was going to leave that night. I'm going to go to my friend Philippa's house. You've heard Philippa. She's on one of, the, one of the episodes. Listen back. Look for her name. I don't know what number it was. Philippa Klein. I'm like, I'm going to go over to Philippa's house because she'll accept me. She, she says she always accepts lesbian refugees. <laughs> um, so I the plan is to pack up and get out of here. Thing is, guys, as I think I've alluded to, I am not a light packer by any means. Uh, I'm an overpacker. So... Me packing up and leaving, it's not like I can't just like whip up a bag and then jump out the window or something, you know? Um, why would I jump out the window? <laughs> because I want to play CIA operative. Um, I just don't want to confront this pit bull again. But I can't just pack up one bag. I, I have like literally ten bags with me. They're not all giant, but they're at least like ten things, right? It's like uh probably my backpack, a suitcase, uh a bag of shoes. A bag of shoes? Did I? Maybe. Bag of groceries. There's an iron. There's a mini ironing board. Guys, I don't mess around. All right, <laughs> my anxiety probably extends to many levels. One, Piples, Two, wrinkles in my button ups. Anyway, so it's not going to be like a quick and easy flea. Can we say flea like it's a noun? A flea, a flea, a flea, a fleetum fleeing a fleeing situation it's not going to be quick it's not going to be easy there's too many things to pack up i don't even know and i can't go back out like i've tried i've tried two times now to go back out and confront this dog and i can't it's just guarding the door and yeah probably wants to play it's freaked out it's in a new apartment it wants to know who i am but i can't guys i just really can't so text my friend jess solomon who i'll tell you more about in a second who's been awake she's been like texting me through this she's been saying anything you need You know, I'm here for you, whatever. So at some point, I finally say, I need you to come over. I need you to come over and distract this dog so that I can get out of the house or put it in a room for me or something. And uh, that's where she realizes that our friendship has a limit and that she has a limit. And she writes back like, oh, uh, I thought I could, but actually I can't. Now I'm afraid of the dog too. And I can't come over. To be fair, it's also three in the morning and it was a ridiculous thing for me to ask. But I was like panicking and I didn't know what to do. Then I get the bright idea. I'm going to call the police. I'm just going to go ahead and call the police. People do this sometimes. And it was, it was at once embarrassing and at once incredibly liber- liberating, you guys. I recognized a personal boundary and my personal boundary was my inability to deal with that pit bull in that moment. And I thought, I am going to reach out for help. Society has certain, a certain safety net in place for people that are in trouble. And yes, it's more of a mental health thing than a physical endangerment thing at this point, but I'm going to lean on this system. And that was incredibly liberating. Um, And let me once again say that I also recognize um, how much white privilege I have in even thinking that the police are on my side and going to come to my rescue. Have I ever told you about the time I got kicked out of my house by the Mexican federal police when I lived in Mexico? Because I could tell you that story, and that was definitely a time when um, I did not feel that the social system was in place for me. Um, I know a little bit of what that's like, but not a lot. But anyway, so I called the police, felt horribly guilty about it, felt like I you know, uh, didn't deserve it, that like I was wasting resources, but I did it anyway. And I decided that I did need it. And that was pretty amazing. The woman um, that I talked to said that they were going to have to take away the dog. So that I had to make it very clear that it was not a call about an aggressive dog. This was mostly a call about my anxiety. So she said, okay, fine. We don't have to take the dog away. Okay. So I called the police. Re- help is on the way. Rescue is coming. Then the roommate comes comes home, right? Um, roommate comes home. And I tell him that I called the police because they're, they're going to show up any minute now. And it's just going to be really awkward if I haven't told him. Um, so he comes home and he's like, oh, I really wish you hadn't called the police. I uh, I'm a full patch biker. They're going to recognize my tattoos like me and my family don't really have like the best relationship with the police. I'm like, okay, I'm sorry. What family? What do you mean like your biological family? Do you mean your biker family? Does it matter? Is there a difference? What's a full patch biker? You earn patches like the Boy Scouts. How do you even what's a full patch biker? And yes, I did profile you from your neck tattoos. And no, I wasn't wrong. I guess neck tattoos aren't all bad. Now that I'm talking about them, I'm thinking of the Suicide Girls in particular, who I follow on Instagram. And there are a lot of hot ladies out there right now with neck tattoos. Keep it going. Get into it. You look amazing. But this particular dude, anyway, whatever. So he's like, and he's, of course, he's like, oh, you know, you don't have to be afraid of Tyson. Don't be afraid of Tyson. He's really sweet. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You named your dog Tyson? Tyson? You expect me not to be afraid of it? I haven't trusted anything called Tyson since 1994. All right? And that is a dated reference for you older listeners of the podcast. But you name something after an ear-biting convicted rapist. Why have we all forgotten that? And I'm not, I'm not, no, no, no. I don't care how cute it is. I don't care if it has a lisp, it is a sociopath. That is probably a sociopath. For you younger listeners that have no idea what I'm talking about, when I say Tyson, I'm not talking about Neil deGrasse. He's a champ. Love that guy. Maybe the dog was named after Neil deGrasse Tyson. Maybe the dog, you know, is just of course the dog is just an combination of molecules that have have and will always exist in this universe that we share, this glorious universe that we share. And this particular collection is a pipple shaped terrifying collection that i had to call the police on anyway this is the story what happened at the end i left i uh roommate came home leashed the dog took the dog out for a walk and i packed my 17 boxes and bags uh they weren't boxes and anyway and it wasn't 17 but i but i do overpack, and i'm not even kidding about this iron which i'm looking at right now i love you iron i should get a travel one i do have a travel one it just doesn't work as well as the full-size one so i literally travel with a full-size iron what is wrong with me so I left, I went to my friend Philip Pause. Let me tell you what good friends are like. Good friends are like this they greet you at the door. <laughs> Let me say this. I had been texting her like, hey, so I'm afraid of this pit bull. Hey, so whatever. And it's like now maybe four in the morning by the time I get to her house. And I was like, so I think I'm going to come over a night early if that's okay. And she's not responding. I'm just assuming that she's asleep. Um, it didn't really occur to me that she was maybe reading my messages and purposely ignoring me. I don't think she would. I thought she was probably just asleep. Basically, the messages to her are escalating to the point that I'm like, so hey, so yeah, I'm coming over. And then I sent her another one like, hey, so i'm here and she's like where are you and i send her back on your porch she gets that message at four in the morning um when she had gotten up to pee in the night so she opens the door giggling accepting inviting me in for tea the the story had a beautiful ending and thank you philippa for that i don't know if there's any point to any of this guys other than hello hello i'm here the podcast is back I've rushed through this episode because I really want to get it up and online and I have to pack, which is involving like, (sighs) I've been with my girlfriend for eight months at this point, about eight months, and I still really care about impressing her. And she looks amazing all the time. She puts together just the cutest outfits. Man, she is cute and I love hanging out with her and I really still want to impress her. So I think a lot about my outfits when we go away. And it's gonna take me a while to like try on various pants and shirts combinations, so that I could avoid bringing everything that I own and figuring it out when I get there. Gotta build outfits, guys. So that's what I gotta do. So I gotta, I have to go. I'm gonna put this up online. I hope today. Oh man, what if I get it up before your commute on the way home? Is that? Whoo, guys, might be able to do it. Okay. Well, I love you guys. <laughs> I actually do. I actually do. Thank you for listening. I'm glad that you're here. Come back next week when the podcast is going to be uploaded, the regular time, the regular place, Thursdays, just from now until ever, unless I have another little grief breakdown, which, you know, I may. People are going to die. I'll get better at it every time, maybe. Maybe not. Who knows, guys? But I'm doing the best I can. I hope you guys are doing the best you can. We didn't learn a thing on this episode necessarily, other than... They're all just humans that want to connect, I guess. Now, we'll get back to learn a thing at some point. But let me say this. Thank you to Patrick World for composing that theme song, even though you probably didn't hear it in this episode. Shall we go? Shall we do all the goodbyes? I guess we should. Guys, thank you so much for coming by. Oh, wait, no. Before we start the music, let me say this. I keep not telling you where you can find me in the world, and I'm going to be better at that from now in the future. So, guys... I'm living in Toronto now, and the next show that I would like to invite you to is not for a while. It is on Monday, October 26th at Bad Dog Theater. The show is called Solomon and Smith. I do that with my best buddy, Jess Solomon, even though she didn't rescue me from the pit bull, at Bad Dog Theater in Toronto, 7.30. It's a fun time. We had our first show on uh, September 21st. We had a really full house and a really good time. So come out to that. It's stand-up. It's improv it's riffing it's good times there's shots of whiskey or apple juice you decide you don't really decide it's a lottery you don't know what you're getting just like life hey nah, it all comes back around guys now we start the music now i say goodbye to you thank you so much for listening let's give our thanks to let's give our thanks that sounded very kind of churchy let's give our thanks in any case um let's give our thanks to paula flalo Did you guys just hear that timer go off? It was to remind me to get my laundry. There's so much to do this afternoon. Let's give our thanks to Paula Flalo for being the producer of this podcast. An amazing friend. Great guy all around. Mike Kuroza for composing the intro and outro music. Also just being a killer friend who gives really beautiful hugs. Um, And Charlie Sneaker who made the little cartoon associated with this podcast she helps me out with my graphic needs. Very cool person. I just said she, I don't know if it's day Charlie. I don't know what your deal is, but thank you for existing guys. Everyone, everyone. Thank you for listening and I'll talk to you again soon.